You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Sam Hauser, Scott Galetti, also your home for the NFL draft coverage of all three days of the draft starting on Thursday around 5 o'clock here on ESPN Radio 1017 and the team. And to help us talk a little bit more about the draft, really get into the vibe ahead of Thursday, going out to the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline, Kyle Yeomans. He's a Cowboys TV and radio host joining us here now on Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017, the team. So, Kyle, at least just to start here now, Cowboys picking 26th on Thursday. And the sense that I get, you know, usually when you get towards the late stages of the first round like that, Maybe not as much excitement about who you might be able to get. A lot of these guys going to be taken already. But the sense that I get from you guys and your your colleagues around town ahead of the draft is that even at 26, the Cowboys seem to think that they're going to have two, three, four, a handful of different options of guys who they think they can really make an impact as a rookie. Yeah, I think that's really the, the spot that they're in right now because you look at pick number 26, and, and like you said, in the past, by that point in the first round, usually teams will be out of options, and then you start taking uh, calls on whether or not to, to move back and out of the first round and allow for teams to, to give you extra picks for possibly that fifth-year option on a quarterback or a wide receiver or one of those weapons that falls out of the top 25. But uh, I, I think this year's value of the draft comes from the position twenty through 45. I mean, it, it's that wide open to where you can see a number of prospects rated very highly on one board and very low on the other board comparatively between the two. So I think the Cowboys benefit from that because after that 20th pick, they can kind of start surveying where they would lie, uh, how many of those prospects they feel like could be an impact player in year one, and then also try, try and build toward the future as well based on some of the contracts that could be up over the next few years. Of course, he is vital to the Cowboys 12 months a year, but the guy who really gets his week in the sun is Will McClay, who's heavily involved mm-hmm. in the draft process. Really, it seems like seems like over the last few years, he's earned, based on the draft picks, he's earned more and more responsibility, getting more more credit, more praise from, from the Joneses. Uh, give uh, give us a little bit of a sense here, uh, Kyle, just for people who are kind of dipping their toe into draft week here. Give us a little sense about Will McClay and how really how, how valuable he's been to the Cowboys the last few years and hitting on some of these, not even just first-round draft picks, but day two and day three. Yeah, I think that's really the one of the biggest unforeseen weapons that the Cowboys have uh, in their arsenal is Will McClay because what he has done by building a building an atmosphere of that scouting department and, and merging it between the, the front office and the coaching staff has been phenomenal, and I think it's something that is really valuable from top to bottom whenever, of course, draft weekend comes around. Uh, most teams in the NFL don't, don't have that sort of relationship, or they haven't uh, at least had the same success that the Cowboys have had, because if you look at the last couple of years, C.D. Lamb, Micah Parsons, Tyler Smith, they are all key cornerstone members of your franchise. And then you look at some of the other hits outside of that, DeRon Bland and uh, maybe even... Uh, Sam Williams? About Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's multiple names that are outside of day one that they've had a ton of success on, and that's just a credit to what he's built, the studying that he's done, and really the availability 
that he's been for for everybody that needs his insight inside that war room. He knows how to make the pick and how to put this team in a good spot. And of course, Deron Bland, Fresno State, seen him play here plenty in the Mountain West when he was at Fresno mm-hmm. State. As we're talking to Kyle Yeomans here on Team Talk 1017, the team, Cowboys TV and radio host. So with that sense, Kyle, that there could be a few different ways the Cowboys can go, that also means that you're going in different directions as far as possible position groups. Could be an offensive lineman, could be a tight end, could be a running back. There's so many different ways that this could go. Do you get at least a sense of where the Cowboys are leaning or where or and, and even really where might you lean if if the 26th pick came around yeah I think there's other ways that you can you can really evaluate these prospects and, and position groups the biggest thing I think this year is they're gonna have to to decide what matters more addressing needs or picking with the right value and really solidifying what your philosophy there is as, as a draft room because there's going to be needs that will go unfulfilled if you go with value. Because let's, let's look at some of these, these early targets for the Cowboys. This offensive line class is not great, especially on the guard, in the guard spot. You have Osiris Torrance and Steve Avila that could possibly be first-round heavy uh, if you were to select them in the first round, they're more so going to slot in as second-round prospects. Uh, you, you could pro- possibly use a running back if you really wanted to go, but probably not anybody outside of B. John Robinson. You could, of course, use a tight end, but you're probably not going to draft anybody outside of a, a Dalton Kincaid from Utah or a Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. And you could even go with some of these other positions, like a corner where you have a couple guys going into contract years, you don't have a ton of depth at the position. You could go for a linebacker, which usually is not a first-round heavy position because of the positional value of an off-ball linebacker, or even edge rusher, where you feel like you have a strength there, but you could go draft a guy like Will McDonald, who has had a lot of buzz around it lately. And I think to answer the second part of your question, you said who would I lean to at the moment on who would be the selection for the Cowboys? I really think Will McDonald at the moment would be the pick. I think they, they've built some trust with Dan Quinn these last few years. Dan Quinn sees something special in McDonald out of Iowa State. And, I mean, he was one of the most feared pass rushers in the Big 12 these last few years. I, I think they trust Dan Quinn enough to say, okay, we might have some need on offense, but the value of Will McDonald it's too much to pass up, and that's the decision this, this front office is going to have to make. Well, and you're always going in all these different directions when it comes to, especially in the first round, but really through all three days. And, you know, especially now at this particular point, Kyle, for, with where the Cowboys are at, where, you know, Dak's contract, you know, a, a possible contract extension for Dak is going to be coming up for CD, for Micah Parsons, some of these big contracts for guys you want to keep around. These are all going to be coming into play here over the next few years, and you have to start to balance the books. On that, so mm-hmm. it's all to say. How much do you think that is going to be a factor? Some of these rolling contract situations are are, are going to play into what the Cowboys do this week. Uh, it could play a factor. I don't think it'll be the number one factor. Most of the time, they're going to go with the best player, uh, the the guy that they feel like is is higher on their board and could really make an impact early. They'll they'll fi- figure out the contract situation at some point down the line. For instance, offensive line. I, I think if you're going to draft an offensive lineman 
maybe a tackle or, or a tackle guard flex like a Darnell Wright from Tennessee, you would make that selection because Darnell Wright is one heck of a football player as opposed to, okay, maybe down the road Terrence Steele doesn't sign long-term. Maybe a Tyron Smith retires, and you need somebody that can play either guard or tackle. Uh, that's why you would make the selection is because he's a good football player, plus he has uh, at least an opportunity to fill some of those needs. Uh, but I, I think there are options on the table to to address some of those future court contract talks and, and what ends up happening there. But for the most part, they're going to stick to their board and they're going to draft the player that they feel most comfortable with. So you mentioned about the need at offensive line. Is this young man out of Tennessee the kind of guy who can step in and be that guy? Or is he a guy that, you know, he's a talented player, but he's a down-the-road kind of player? What kind of player is he on this level, do you think? Darnell Wright specifically, is a, he's a plug-and-play, ready-made player for he the is. NFL. Okay. I, I, yeah, he's he's somebody that, and honestly, if he's there at 26, he would fill both the need, and he would probably be the best player available. He's number 15 mm-hmm. on my big, on my top 100 players. He's a, a really solid uh, inside-out tackle flex. He shut down some of the best edge rushers in the in the uh, SEC this past year. He would be somebody that would probably start at left guard for you right now, and then could be the right tackle of the future for you. Uh, down the line. He played left tackle. He played right tackle at Tennessee. He has a little bit of guard flex because he does have shorter arms and he has uh, a really good footwork, honestly, to, to where if you put him on the inside, he would transition quite well. So I think he's a pick that works now, but even long term, he would be a fantastic option for this offense and something that I think Cowboys fans, they may not be super excited about it initially just because it's another offensive lineman but they should be excited about it because then they could become dominant again up front, much like they did uh, over the last decade with Tyron Smith, Travis Frederick, and Zach Martin. Well, you just mentioned what I was going to bring up in terms of dominance on the offensive line. In terms of needs, it seems like the defense is pretty short up, offense is pretty short up, but the offensive line, is that kind of a question mark right now? Is it good enough if they don't draft this guy out of Tennessee? Or, you know, do they have needs on the offensive line? Because if he's available, I'd be excited that they get him because, to me, what you just said about becoming dominant on the offensive line, keeping Dak safe, that's what it's all about. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, right? If if you have these playmakers and you don't have a great offensive line, you, you, you need somebody up front, and that's how – the great Cowboys teams of the past really built their identity, was behind a, a big-time offensive front. I think at some point in the draft, they have to address the guard position. I don't think where they're at right now from a, a roster standpoint is good enough at guard to go and play a game tomorrow. Every other okay. position, maybe with the exception of linebacker, you could go and play tomorrow and feel okay about where you're at positionally. Uh, because of the, the, the trade that was made for Stephon Gilmore and the trade for Brandon Cooks, you feel pretty good at those two spots where you might not have earlier. Uh, now at, at guard, you, you haven't done anything except for see Connor McGovern walk out the door. And mm-hmm. at linebacker, you haven't done anything except for see Luke Gifford walk out the door. So I think those are the two positions where the Cowboys need to have somebody during draft weekend. Does it have to be in the first round? Not necessarily. I think there are talented linebackers and talented 
offensive linemen in the second round and backwards into the weekend. But it's just something to keep an eye on, especially because that is the top need for this team overall. Kyle Yeomans with us here on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, Cowboys TV and radio host, getting us ready for the NFL draft starting on Thursday. We'll have coverage of all three rounds here on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team starting Thursday at 5 o'clock. So, Kyle, going through some of these names that you mentioned, uh, you know, certainly you, uh, you're keeping an eye, so we will do the same as well uh, with, Will, with a guy like Will McDonald. If I was to say who might be this year's Tyler Smith, a guy who's going to make us do a double take and, you know, Certainly uh, it worked out well as a rookie for Tyler Smith, but if I was to say who would be that guy this year, would it be uh, your choice in, in Will McDonald there, or would it be somebody else? Uh, I think for most people, Will McDonald might be a, a double-take moment to the casual draft fan or casual Cowboys fan, but for those that have have really kept up with the draft, Will McDonald's been a name on their radar for quite some time now. Dan Quinn went and worked him out one-on-one at his pro day, uh, they they really liked what they saw from him at the combine. He's been he's been on their radar. I think one guy that that needs to be talked about at, at pick number twenty six that probably hasn't been yet is uh, is an Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. He's a long rangy playmaker at corner. He had six interceptions uh, over the last few years. He's he's really been. Uh, one of those guys that kind of fits that Dan Quinn mold. He's got the long, lanky frame. He has that, that ball-hawking ability and, and the ability to, to come in and probably sure up the, the third corner spot initially, but then grow into a bigger role as his, his years goes, go along because he has an opportunity to come in and play right off the bat because he'd play on the outside. You would keep De'Ron Bland at the nickel, and then you would kind of rotate Stephon Gilmore in there as well. So, I think there's there's a possibility that maybe if he's there at 26, he'd be a surprise. Do I expect that to be the pick? Not necessarily, but it's at least something that would maybe turn some heads. Kyle, always appreciate the time. Good talking to you and uh, looking forward to what should be a, a fun week of coverage for you guys. Yeah, guys, thanks so much. Really appreciate you overall. One other name that I want to I want to throw Please. out there, Sam Laporta, tight end from Iowa. We're talking about Michael Mayer mm. at, at a Notre, Notre Dame. We're talking about uh, a possibility, of course, of Dalton Kincaid. Another surprising pick would be Sam Laporta at 26. How about that? Things could get really, really interesting. There we go, shaking things up at the bottom of the draft. That's that's what we like to hear around here, creating some chaos. Kyle, always appreciate the time. We'll catch up with you soon. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Really appreciate you. Appreciate you. Again, Kyle Yeomans, Cowboys TV and radio host. Talking about uh, talking about Will McDonald, the defensive end, f- uh, four year starter, five year player at Iowa State. So he's playing with those uh, with those big boys in the Big Twelve, double digit sack seasons in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. A little bit of a step back last year, five sacks, but four passes defended as well. Mm-hmm. Got uh, uh, th- those two years, twenty twenty. Ten and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. Twenty twenty one, eleven and a half sacks, and five forced fumbles. There were people that thought he was going to go into the draft last year, waited and played one more year at Iowa State, hoping to keep that draft stock going. So somebody who may have played himself into the first round for for all we know is as as uh, as Chris Ballard, the GM of the Colts, uh, so. Uh, succinctly said earlier this week, nobody has any idea who they're picking, and 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 that's certainly true when you're a 26.